It's Christmas Eve. Good evening. Hello. Hi. Good morning. Welcome to the Christmas Eve edition of Doing Some Life. Thank you for being with me on Christmas Eve. If you're listening to this after Christmas Eve, then thanks. If you're listening to this on Christmas Eve 2018, that must mean there's nothing good on telly. Same old, same old then. Here's the episode. Thank you uh, again for joining me on Christmas Eve. Oh, I don't know about you, but for me, Christmas Eve is literally the best day of the year. I prefer Christmas Eve to Christmas Day. Now, I know that in itself is a controversial thing to say, right? But for me, that is 100% true. I think Christmas Eve is the best day of the year. That's the day when all the good stuff's on TV, the excitement's building. I know I'm an adult, but I'm excited for Christmas. I am excited for Christmas. Listen to my voice, right? I'll tell you the actual time I'm recording this. It's 12.35am on Monday the 24th of December 2018. I stumbled there because I'm getting a little bit tired and I'm starting to forget things <laughs> like the date apparently that is oh, it's just the best day it's just I was going to say send me your favourite things about Christmas Eve Christmas Day but do you know what? by the time it gets to it Christmas is over with which is a shame and I should have thought of that last week never mind so first bit of um, first bit of business on this episode is obviously our Facebook poll that ran for the last six days finished yesterday um, and that was Home Alone versus Elf who would win Home Alone versus Elf for me in the Christmas film scheme of things they're two main eventers they're two heavyweights they're well and truly up there with a Grinch with uh Actually, I think they're probably the top three. Actually, thinking about it, um, Scrooged. That's a good film. That is a really good film. We'll talk about that a bit actually, because that's a film I think is a bit underrated. So anyway, the poll results are in, and it was sixty-seven percent to Elf, thirty-three percent to Home Alone. Now, that amazes me in a way because who doesn't love Home Alone? Everybody loves Home Alone, but it turns out more, much more people prefer Elf. So there you go. Elf is better than Home Alone, according to you guys that listen to this podcast. Which does make me wonder what sort of people... No, I'm joking. <laughs> what sort of people listen to your podcast, Dan? Well, they think Elf is better than Home Alone. Fair enough. <laughs> we can't judge you on that. Well, we can, and I am. No, I'm joking. I'm not. So, yeah, Christmas Eve. Oh, I love it, man. Oh. Do you know what? Yesterday, Elf was on ITV2, and then The Grinch was on. Literally, straight after. I was like, oh, what are you doing to me, ITV2? I've got things to do. You're holding me hostage here. <laughs> not literally, obviously. That could have been the problem. Yeah, oh, they're my two favourite films, one after the other. The only thing that could have made that better is if Home Alone was on after that. 
but uh, I don't know. I don't know if it was. I had to. I had to do. I've just finished wrapping. Right, this is why I'm doing this so late. Just finished wrapping my wife's presents. So you know when you're buying it, right? You're buying all these presents and that, right? And it all sounds like a good idea at the time. You go, oh yeah, she said she wants that. Yeah, that's only little. She wants that. That I'll put that in her stocking and that. It's all great while you're doing that bit, right? Expensive, isn't it? But it's all great when you're doing that bit. And then it gets to the this bit that I've had to just do, right? I've just finished it. Well, actually, I haven't because I've still got tags to write. We'll come to that in a minute. And then it comes to that bit where you have to sit and wrap it all. That is the most mind-numbing thing in the world. Honestly. Some people enjoy it. I think they're mentally ill, but they enjoy it. <laughs> Who am I to judge? Her uh, mental illness, eh? Yeah, don't like that bit much because I find that difficult because, you know, I just... Look, I'm an idiot, right? So I like to just be an idiot. And when you're rapping, there's a very little chance of you being an idiot. Because you just get stressed with yourself. I've tried it. Like, oh, do you know, oh, it's so difficult. Why is why is rapping present so difficult? That's what that's the thing that gets me. I don't understand that. Who decided to put paper around them anyway, right? Colourful paper around things that you've bought. And then who decided that everything has to be all neatly folded and, you know, smoothed out? Why not? You know Gavin and Stacey, right? You know Smithy from Gavin and Stacey, uh, James Corden. He had the best idea on that show, right? He'd done it, if you haven't seen it, then basically what he did on the Christmas episode, brilliant, you should definitely watch it. In fact, if there's nothing good on TV after this, put Gavin and Stacey's Christmas special on. It's on, um, it's on Netflix, so get that on the old TV. I recommend that. Yeah, and what he does, right, is he scrunches tinfoil around his presents much quicker, much quicker. Can't do that in real life, though, can you? Like, on a comedy TV program, good idea. Nice one, like it. But, in real life, people don't like that. They'll think you've brought them sandwiches. And on a normal day, if you turned up at someone's house and gone, here you go, and they thought you bought sandwiches, they go, oh, nice one, cheers. If they think you've got them sandwiches for a Christmas present, you are not going to be popular, my friend. You are not going to be popular. I sort of keep trying to introduce that idea to uh, my wife uh, to sort of, you know, oh, you know, see, it'd be quicker if we used tinfoil. And she's like, oh, you're not wrapping my presents up in tinfoil. I feel a bit guilty this year, right, because, like, the only real wrapping I've done is her presents, and that's only because, really, you can't ask someone to wrap their own presents, can you? It's not really on, if you ask me. So that's literally, I've done, a, well, not literally the only wrapping I've done, but it's more or less the only wrapping I've done this, this Christmas. And it wasn't a sort of, uh, an pre-organised uh, idea that I was going to just not do it. It's just my wife is a hell of a lot more motivated to do it than I ever was. She just got on with it. She just troopered through that stuff. Because I, I've noticed this, right? As you get older, you seem to have to buy more. Is that a rule? Or is that just me? The older I get, the more I seem to spend at Christmas. Right, I ain't got kids yet, so 
why am I having to spend more? I know I've got like I've got nieces and nephews and stuff, and I get that obviously you've got to buy them a present. I think I think you have to. I should imagine so. Um, <laughs> but even like nans and and dads and mums and stuff, you seem to spend more on them. Like the older you get. I don't know if if let, let me know if you've uh, experienced a, a similar phenomenon because uh, I think that uh, I think oh, it's, it's shit in it. Um, yeah. So what was I talking about? Christmas Eve, man. Oh, best day of the year. This is the day, right? This is the day, ladies and gentlemen. Christmas Eve, two thousand and eighteen. Let me plan your day for you. If you're listening to this. You know, first thing in the morning, you've got no plans for the day. Let me plan your day for you. This is your day. Wherever you are now, whatever you're doing now, other than listening to this podcast, obviously, the rest of your day will consist of watching TV, eating chocolate, whatever your chocolate of choice would be, or crisps, or both. Okay? Now, you're thinking, come on Dan, that's not very healthy, yes, that's true, that's not very healthy, that's why, in the evening, before you go to bed, do 20 minutes of yoga, now you're now thinking, Dan, that's still not going to balance out, if I'm sat on my ass all day, eating chocolate, watching films, 20 minutes of yoga is not going to, no, you're you're very right, 20 minutes of yoga is not going to cover that, but this is where, your new yoga regime really get cemented in this is where you start as you mean to go on for 2019 ladies and gentlemen okay this is where you start 20 minutes of yoga every night for the rest of your life and that will help you along with some sort of diet (laughs) after christmas that will help you get that weight off So, the film we're talking about on this episode of Doing Some Life is the film Scrooged, Bill Murray, right? And to me, this is Bill Murray at his absolute finest. I'm not, if I'm totally honest, I'm not a massive fan of Bill, right? That doesn't sound like a good start to any kind of film review, I, I, I appreciate that, but allow me to uh, to explain. I've not seen very many things with Bill Murray in it, um, and that's basically why. So, but Scrooged is one of them ones uh, I remember from my childhood almost because it, I remember it being a film that my my dad watched and. I might have totally misremembered that. If he listens to this, he might be going, I never watched that film. What's it about? But that's how, I, that's how I remember it. Whether it's right or wrong, that's how I remember it. And I remember it being a film. Obviously, there's there's some, some sort of swearing in there. And there's the bit with the girl's nipple. That if you see it on the TV, they edit it out, obviously. Edit out the best bit. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Obviously, I'm married. <laughs> and I know she listens to this uh, podcast, so um, I'm in trouble for that one. Probably. Uh, yeah, it's quite. A, 
it's one of them films. I think it's underrated personally. I do. I do feel this film's underrated. Um, but basically, if you're not sure of it, if you're not heard of it, um, basically it's about a guy who is the vice president or the president of a TV company, and he's basically he's a bit horrible to the people that work for him with him. However, you want to look at that, I suppose. Um, and basically, he he massively underpays the staff and he he massively un, underappreciates the staff and he has a lady that works for him who's basically got hardly any money she hasn't he can't even afford a christmas tree and he just treats her badly right it's kind of it's, it's a real play on the whole scrooge um christmas carol story but they basically updated it for the Eight, 1980s uh, early 90s whenever this film was released i think it was 1988 I, I believe off the top of my head so basically it's this miserable bloke who run who runs a tv station who gets visited by his old boss as a ghost who fret who warns him not friends <laughs> who warns him that he's gonna be visited by three ghosts and then it goes into the the normal christmas carol story uh, just adapted to to fit the narrative of the the TV uh, executive or president, whatever his job title was. So it's a good good Christmas film. Probably not one for the kids. Um, some of the I always found anyway. <laughs> I found some of the uh, some of the the ghosts in it a little bit scary, if you can call them scary. So, it's probably not a Christmas film for the kids, that one. That's much, very much for for us older folk. But it's an alright film. You know, it's not a bad film. Uh, I mean, in comparison to something, say, like Home Alone, I don't feel like it does compare. I really don't feel like it does compare. Home Alone, as I said before, Home Alone really is a Christmas classic. And whoever the nutters are that voted for Elf as better than Home Alone, you need to take a serious look at yourselves. And no, I'm joking. Um, yeah, Home Alone. Everybody loves Home Alone. I thought that's I, that's the thing that gets me. I thought everybody loves Home Alone. Literally, everyone I know loves Home Alone. Well, I thought they did. It's craziness, right? I mean, how can you not love that bit where he's got the um, the TV up loud and then the, the guy delivers the pizzas? And then he goes, uh, you have to pay for your pizza, sir. And then the TV thing goes, is that a fact? How much do I owe you? And he goes, whatever the price is. And then like um, Macaulay Culkin puts the money out of the cat flap and then he goes, presses the play button and he goes, keep the change, you filthy animal. And then he goes... I'm gonna give you the count of ten to get you no good yellow, no good keister off my property, something like that. And then he goes one, two, ten, and then he's like starts shooting like the film, like it's a film within a film there. And then the pizza guy um, shoots himself. <laughs> I will get better, I promise, at reviewing films. <laughs> I might take some acting lessons. I think that's probably a good way forward on this situation. And, and then obviously, of course, the bit you watch that film for is when Harry and Marv 
try and break into the house. Now, obviously, burglaries are bad. I'm not saying we all like a burglar, but in the context of Home Alone, there's a movie from the 1990s, in fact, from 1990. It's pretty funny, and it? It's pretty good. I mean, could you... <laughs> this is one thing I always, I always have this conversation, like, for the last, like, I don't know, maybe four or five years, maybe even more than that, I've had the same conversation with people around me. If Home Alone was made now, how different would that film be? He'd wake up in the morning, it walks, you know, he's up in the in the room in the loft, he walks down the stairs, Mum? Dad? Ah, oh, I'm home alone. He'd pull his phone out, wouldn't he? Text him. Text to Mum and Dad. Left me at home alone, lol. Send. Then they'd text back, wouldn't they? Go and stay with Auntie, whoever across the road. Send. Wouldn't be the same film, would it? Wouldn't be the same film. Technology has ruined that film. He'd have just FaceTimed him, wouldn't he? Just on the old FaceTime. Guess where I am, because I'm not with you, am I? No. Yeah. Uh, that film won't work no more. Oh, I feel sad now. I feel sad that Home Alone wouldn't work in 2019, 2018, wherever we are at the minute. Then, of course, with Home Alone, Home Alone 2, lost in New York. Again, good, but wouldn't work now, would it? Not all mobile phones. So that's that one out. And then Home Alone 3, not Macaulay Culkin anymore, already loses points for that, doesn't it? Uh, little kid in it, don't know his name, but it's alright, it's alright, but it's not Macaulay Culkin. So, yeah, it's it's alright. Home Alone 3 is alright. It's kind of good. I've watched it quite a few times. I quite enjoy it. But, you know, if someone said, right, you can either watch Home Alone 3 or you can watch Home Alone 1, I'm going to pick Home Alone 1. Home Alone 4 is just... Do you know what? Just don't bother. Don't bother. Anything after Home Alone 3, don't bother. That's what I think. Um... So yeah, if you uh, if you worked on the Home Alone four, I am sorry, but it is a bit of a naff film. One film that is good that I think is again underrated is Jingle All the Way Two. Um, it's not Arnie in that one. Uh, I can't think what the geezer's name is in it, but I actually think Home Alone. Uh, sorry, Home Alone. No, Jingle All the Way Two is better than Jingle All the Way One. I actually do think that. Uh, do you know what? I'm not even going to talk any more about that. I, I just think it's Christmas Eve. Treat yourself to it. You can get it on uh, on BT or Sky or Virgin. You'll be able to download it off the, off the stores on any of those, I should imagine. So have a look. Get, get that for yourselves. Treat yourselves. It's Christmas. It's what Jesus probably wouldn't have wanted, but I don't know. What, what would Jesus have wanted for his birthday? Hmm. That is a question for you there. What would Jesus want for his birthday? Would he have wanted... Um, let's think. What do I want for Christmas? Don't know, really. Not really bothered about materialistic things that much anymore. I mean, it's nice. Nice to get them. I like it. But I don't hold out all this hope for, I really want this. 
I need that. Truth is, the only thing you need is happiness. And happiness comes from within. And you can access these realms of happiness that you already have within you. With things like meditation and yoga. And actually, sometimes, just exercise. So, yeah, probably just some of those things, really. More yoga than anything. Love yoga. One thing I am curious to know this year, actually, in in Christmas. Is that the word? I don't think that's how you say it, is it? In Christmas, this is what I want to know. <laughs> do people, these days, right, do people actually watch the Queen's speech? I'm 31, right, and I don't think I've ever watched it. If I did, it was that boring <laughs> that I don't even, I don't even remember watching it does anyone even bother with that anymore the queen's speech she don't even write it apparently like that in itself is a bit of a kick in the teeth ain't it christmas day she comes up on the screen and she says things she doesn't even mean (laughs) maybe she does mean i don't know i've never watched it so how would i know i'm just some idiot saying it but I wonder. I wonder if in her speech she's going to talk, obviously, uh, about Brexit because that's something we're all worried about, isn't it? Right. So I wonder if the Queen's bothered by it because, like, is that going to change the royal family? Does that make a difference to them? I can't see how it would. If you're the Queen, you can do what you want. If you want to go to France. Just go, don't you? You don't have to worry about whether we're in on the same team or not. You're the queen. Just go where you want. So, I, I don't know if it... Someone who knows something about Brexit than the royal family, I ain't really that into either, really. It's just something I wondered. I think the queen... Well, I think the royal family is really kind of a little bit out of date I don't feel like I mean do we do we need a monarchy do we need the kind of hierarchical sort of they're better than us even though it's taxpayers money paying for them is it I don't know is this section of the podcast going to get me into trouble probably but it's things I wonder. This is this is doing some life, right? This podcast, and this is basically about stuff I wonder, right? And I wonder one several things about the royal family. Actually, I'm probably going to do a whole episode on this actually because I've actually got quite a few questions, and I need to find someone who can answer them. <laughs> like number one, does Brexit affect the royal family? Number two. Does the Queen, or should I say, did the Queen, because I've, I've heard that they haven't got them anymore, but does or did the Queen walk in any other dogs? Because I can't imagine her walking around the city of London with her corgis. I can't imagine that. One's just picking up one's poo. No, I don't think so. I reckon. If she does, I reckon she does it early hours of the morning. I reckon she does it like 6am or something like that. 
or no, nah, because it's the city of London, so it's got to be earlier than that. Things kick off early in the in the city, don't they? Uh, so probably like four o'clock in the morning, I reckon she should, if she did walk them, she'd be up at that time. And I could just imagine her in a, you know, a pair of Nike Airs, a pair of Adidas jogging bottoms, <laughs> Liverpool FC hoodie. <laughs> would the Queen support Liverpool? I don't know. If she's got any sense, she would. I mean, as it stands on this day where I am now, we are top of the table. Actually, I don't know if we are now. I should imagine it's like we're pretty good, aren't we, in Liverpool? So <laughs> there's going to be if any United fans are listening to this, they've just turned off. So yeah, does the Queen even watch football? See, there's so many questions about the royal family. So many questions. Surely, like Harry and what's the other one called? Harry and William. Surely they like football. Like what? What? What do they like? Who are these people? Like. They, what do they what what do they do that we're supposed to be into? I think is my question really. Like, you, all I ever see of the royal family really is they like is like really like they just like walk around like just talking to people who look like they've got money, <laughs> or they'll just visit like a Africa where. You know, they'll go to a real, like, poor part of Africa and, you know, they just sort of keep their distance a little bit. I don't know. Like, for me, the royal family doesn't... It, it's not important, is it? Is it? I don't know. If you can answer any of these questions in this section of the podcast, then please get in touch because you could be on the next episode and we could talk about this because I don't understand it. I've lived in this country my entire life in the UK and I don't get the point of the royal family. So, yeah, get in touch if you know anything about the royal family and we'll have a chat about it. And hopefully, you'll be able to change my mind and I'll then become the Queen's biggest supporter. So there we go, another episode of Doing Some Life. Another crazy, weird half an hour of your life gone wondering will I ever get that time back the answer is no you will not the only thing you can do now to try and cleanse your mind from all those weird things that were said all those ponderings that I've created all you can do is meditate on it see you next week